Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me again today. Have you ever considered justice? And I know you have. I know that many of us wondered why the corruption in the world, the error that we see every day, is not called to justice, is not dealt with. And it's disheartening. We see this corruption and we know there's a God, but we wonder why the Father doesn't deal with it. Well, today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about justice, God's justice. Is there a time when God has had enough, when the corruption has reached a height that can no longer be tolerated and must be dealt with? I believe we're there. There is a time for justice. Now, what is the relationship between God and justice? Psalm 89.14 says, Justice and judgment are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. God or based his throne on justice and righteousness. In other words, he is the beginning and the end of justice. He establishes justice that his kingdom operates on. The New Bible Commentary says of Psalm 89, His royal dignity rests on his holiness expressed in principle, in other words, righteousness, and practice, justice, and everything he does is heralded by love and faithfulness. In other words, God's honor stands or rests on his holiness. It is expressed or shown through righteousness. He demonstrates his righteousness and judgment through justice. Justice and judgment are the foundation of his throne. His seat of power or royal standing are built upon righteousness and justice. If God's throne is built on righteousness and justice, then everything he created does too. Therefore, his creation, especially the beloved, you and I, require justice to live a righteous life and to live the way God has ordained. We seek God's justice to be able to live that life. We need justice. Chapter 59 of Isaiah, verses 1 and 2, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Now, many times in biblical history, Israel or mankind missed it. They sinned. 
and God for a time will grant mercy. And then eventually God administers his justice, his righteousness, and it's well-deserved if you read the Bible. When the price of justice was paid, God restored Israel or whoever was being disciplined to a position of being right standing before him and righteous. I believe that we are at that point in time. I believe that God is now going to bring about justice. He will deal with corruption in this era, and he will lift up the church and strengthen the church in the process. Now, you ask me, how do I know that? And unfortunately, I don't have time here in this podcast to explain it in detail, but I will tell you where to look. If you listen to the prophets of our time and what's being generally said in the church, by the church, you will understand that they believe, I believe, that we are in a new era, that we are now in a new period where God is going to bring about his justice and deal with corruption and at the same time build his church and build it to a point where it will be able to harvest new souls. And it is said by the prophets and the church in general that this will be the greatest harvest that has ever happened. At the end, I will give you some names so that you can look up these individuals and decide for yourself. That said, let me go on with Isaiah chapter 60, which I think, I believe, kind of sets up what is going to be happening and is happening as we speak. Isaiah chapter 60, starting at verse 1, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be upon thee, be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thy heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee, the multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come, they shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. That's indicating a time where the church is rising and is focused, and God is blessing, and that corruption is being dealt with, and that God is ministering to his children. And at the same time, there is a separation between light and evil. We need to be in that heart place, be looking to God 
be praying and seeking his face and asking what our part is in this process. Before we pray, I want to say this, that you and I are in a blessed time in history. You and I are in a position to be part of the ingathering of the church. And if the prophets are correct and the church is correct in general, it will be the largest one that has ever happened. That said, I'm not saying this is the end of the world. Don't get me wrong. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a time that God has chosen to correct and judge corruption and strengthen his church. With that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you seeking justice. Lord, we know, we have heard for decades about the corruption that exists on this planet and in the nations. They're experiencing things that not that many years ago were unheard of. We're hearing about death and decapitations and misery, and political corruption, and changing of our laws, and corrupting our laws. Father, this cannot be. You are a just God, and you are here to establish your justice. And Father, we're praying that now is the time that correction will come, that corruption will be judged and found wanting and be removed. Father, we also pray for the church, the enlargement of the church, and in particular, the strengthening of the church to your purpose and your plan. Father, we have been asleep as a church, and frankly, had we been in the right place, we would have battled these issues that we now face earlier and dealt with them earlier, that we may have minimized this corruption. Father, we come to you now that you operate in your plan to cleanse this wanting time, this corrupt time. And allow your church to, to win souls, to bring in those that are yearning to be brothers and sisters of the Lord Jesus Christ. People need you. They need your help. They need the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, strengthen us. Give us that strong focus. Work in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Thank you for being here today. I wanted to give you some information that if you are interested in prophecies and prophets, you might look up Chuck Pierce, Cindy Jacobs, James Gall, that's capital G-O-L-L, Kat Kerr, Johnny Enlow, and you might also want to hear from evangelist Mario Murillo. Thank you again for being here. Pray, seek God's face, and we'll see you next time.